You're listening to IPR Radio. I'm Shanjay Mukherjee. In today's episode, we speak to Dr. Manoj Sharma, Managing Director, Mayank Aquaculture Private Limited, and a national award-winning aquaculture farmer on cracking the code, boosting domestic consumption of shrimps. Good morning, Dr. Sharma, and welcome to IPR Radio. Very good morning, sir. Shrimps are a tasty and nutritious seafood delicacy that have significant global appeal. Yet, the potential for greater domestic consumption remains largely untapped. In this episode, we will explore the challenges and opportunities surrounding the shrimp industry and discuss innovative approaches to encourage increased domestic consumption. Our first question to you today, uh, Dr. Sharma. India is the second largest exporter of shrimp in the world. However, the, the industry is dependent largely on exports, particularly to the US, which since 2021 has remained largely stagnant. If we are to achieve the target of 1.5 million tons of farmed shrimp production and total marine product export revenue of 15 billion US dollars by 2025, Producers necessarily have to turn majorly towards other countries, as well as increase in domestic uh, consumption. What are your thoughts on this, please? Uh, uh, Mr. Mukherjee, first let me introduce myself as Manoj Mohanlal Sharma, as a shrimp farmer and founder of Mayank Aquaculture Private Limited in Gujarat. And uh, I am going to answer uh, all your questions in the capacity and the perspective from a farmer's angle, because uh, I'm not a complete whole authority to uh, uh, give my opinions about the entire value chain and the industry. But since I'm into industry from last 31 years now, and uh, whatever I have seen uh, the industry uh, through my uh, eyes and perspective and whatever success I have gained through this industry, I'm going to share my thoughts on that. So to answer this wonderful question, what you asked me, it, it, you, I need to take you a little back in the, uh, the era of steam farming uh, in, in our country. Because sure. see, see, because it's very easy to to say that India is going to produce uh, 15 lakh tons and uh, it is a 15 billion dollar industry and what is our plan? Mm -hmm. See, in 1988, with the establishment of Taspark and Ospark, uh, mm -hmm. which is the first commercial hatcheries in India, mm -hmm. the momentum has picked up for monodon farming. Right. You have to, when we talk about shrimp farming in India, we have to now uh, talk about the two eras. We originally... Uh, India started with our native species called black tiger, penis monodon. Sure. So I will define that era from 1988 to 2010. Mm -hmm. And in that era, almost the shrimp farming uh, was near about 65 to 75,000 tons and it has never picked more than that. Mm -hmm. So, so in, in in 2005 onwards, when there was a lot of disease issues in monodon because of mostly lack of good quality broodstocks or uh, high quality seeds, there was a repeated incidence of diseases and I also was the new entrant in that era. So farmers were actually not able to uh, gain a momentum in this business because of lack of good quality seeds. Uh, and... Uh, 
repeated diseases were coming. So the industry was into halt. So there was a huge demand from the industry that the latest uh, rage was uh, Vanami uh, and uh, everybody in Asia was converted into Vanami. Mm -hmm. So we also demanded to the government and after a long, long fight and understanding between government and India, Vanami was introduced with <clears throat> the perfect guidelines, rules and regulations in India. And then Mr. Sanjoy, you mm -hmm. could see with every year, in 2009, the, the monodon shrimp production in India, the last year of the, the first year of monodon, we were hardly 75,000 ton. But in 2010, we have crossed 1 lakh ton. 2011, 2 lakh ton. 2012, 2.5 lakh ton. Like that, every year, till 2017, we have reached 1 million ton magical mark. And I will call it as Venami Tsunami. Now I am answering your question. See, when those people who are listening to me, uh, they will understand what I am saying. Why suddenly there is a need of domestic market? Why suddenly this thought is coming into your mind? Because since last 30 years, parallelly, when, when, when in monodon era, India used to produce 75 lakh ton, uh, 75,000 ton, that time the world used to produce only 2 million ton. So please remember this ratio. Right. When India was close to 1 lakh ton, the world was 20 lakh ton. But when India has reached 1 million ton, the world has reached 50 lakh ton. Okay? Right. So the parallelly, the other countries are also growing. Also growing. So the demand and supply in the world is somewhere shrinking, you know? Mm -hmm. And what happened in two, March 2020, sudden lockdown, mm. COVID. And this COVID phase, has opened everybody's eyes, followed by UN war, followed by global recession. So this triple triple thing never ever happened in our country. First of all, we were 100% dependent upon our exports. So whatever the value chain, whatever the infrastructure, whatever the business mode and module was only designed to uh, cater to the export market. Because there was never ever pinch felt for the local market. You understand right. what I'm saying? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Then suddenly post-COVID, when the entire industry halt, mm -hmm. then came that where this one million ton will go. And, and suddenly, when you compare Asia versus uh, Latin and Central America, earlier the divide was very huge. Entire world stream production, 90% was in Asia and 10% was in Ecuador and other Central American countries. True. But last five years, it is a it is a different ball game only. Ecuador has suddenly raised from nowhere mm. and mm. become the number one shrimp producer in the world. Mm. So the world traded shrimp, uh, Sanjoyji, when we say uh. that the world is producing four, 45 lakh ton, mm -hmm. but honestly, the traded shrimp is only 2.8 to 3, 3, 30 lakh ton. Mm -hmm. And only two countries in Ecuador and India is supplying 2.2 million tons, which is almost 70-80% of the world traded shrimp is supplied by these two countries. Sure. And both these countries, Sanjoyji, has zero domestic market. Mm. Mm. So we are all dependent, these both two countries were dependent upon export market only. And, and you see what happened. The rise of uh, COVID was from China, which is 30% of the world consumer. Consuming right. and yeah. it's, it is fell on US, which is 50% consumer of the all shrimp farming uh, nations. So, yeah. suddenly, this 80% of the market 
where entire shrimp farming, shrimp producing nations, uh, uh, nations were dependent upon it, mm. huh, came to an halt. Disappeared totally. Um. And, to, and, and suddenly everybody was started, okay, let's do domestic market, let's do domestic market. And it's, it, was, it is impossible to change the entire game plan, mindset, people, aesthetic values, cultural values, uh, the geography, the demography, all this, because India is a huge country to handle. Mm. Mm. And, and that's that's where uh, this, this has become very, very important to understand where we started and where we are going to end. And, and third, third thing I'm telling you, the last, as I, as I covered you the history, as I covered you the Monodon and Venami era, yeah. I also covered you the COVID impact and, and, and the global recession now today followed by Ukraine war. Mm -hmm. Now the farmers in India are in such a position that the international rates are below our cost of production. Mm -hmm. So where to go? And that's where, you know, I am being shouting from last six, seven years, which uh, maybe I will say that um, uh, as a single man campaign, that mm -hmm. that biggest savior for Indian Indian uh, farming industry would be domestic market. Right. But then what are the barriers to domestic consumption? Are they economic, cultural, health related or any other? Uh, Sanjoji, this is a this is a very very <laughs> important question because I'm last seven years I'm also you know trying to come close to the finding the solution you know mm -hmm. but whatever I understood and studied uh, thirty years is the industry I think you know when we talk about uh, uh, seafood industry mm. let's see that you know I read somewhere in 2016 with National Health Survey. Hmm? Right. 76% of our population out of 1.4 billion is non-vegetarian. True. And when, when we say about non-vegetarian, we only talk about uh, chicken, mutton and egg. Mm. Per capita consumption of uh, seafood and fish is uh, even, even uh, below uh, the uh, specified or suggestive measures. You know, I think less than one kilo. Mm -hmm. So when we talk in India about non-veg, it's all about mutton, chicken and uh, eggs. Mm. So why even I thought why why this shrimp and uh, fishes are not so easily acceptable? So I think you know the the three A awareness acceptance and availability is the major issue. Mm -hmm. You know okay. awareness of seafood consumption, mm -hmm. acceptance overall overall uh, for the non-veg consumers, and then if they accept also there is always a uh, seasonal uh, shortage and availability is a big question. Right. And the second thing what I find out is uh, there's some wrong notions and uh, misconception about cholesterols and allergy with shrimp, especially mm -hmm. with shrimp. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's also a very, very wrong notions in the market and people are very confused of, of that. And especially uh, very senior practitioners, medical practitioners, they say that shrimp is with high cholesterol. But they always fail to say that shrimp is with very good cholesterol. They say right. shrimp has cholesterol, but they never say it is a good cholesterol. They, they always direct it to a bad cholesterol side, you know. Mm -hmm. And then third funda, funda is fresh versus frozen. Yes, of course. See, that of see, course. See, since, since ages, we have this wrong conception that which is stably available into the open loose market is considered to be the fresh and which is actually farm 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 side it is chilled and frozen into a factory is considered to be the scale the new norm would be frozen is the new fresh you know that we, that's where we have to work on that and last but not the least 
the pricing and the marketing gimmicks that has always always played a very very negative impact in our our domestic market circuit because now there are nine maritime states there are 64 coastal districts and there are nearly 755 district headquarters in india sujoji Mm-hmm. let's talk about coastal districts now today shim farming is from punjab haryana rajasthan to gujarat to west bengal every coast Correct. shim farming is having right so now non vegetarian easily knows ki boss shrimp is available at 350 to 400 rupees kilo from the farm fresh hmm but i do i would not like to mention direct names of some people but those who are forerunners into the domestic market top world class hmm. companies Hmm. you see their mrps hmm or they are selling at the price of 100 1800 rupees to 2500 rupees a kilo true true their their 250 gram packet is 500 rupees and with that to with 30% glaze hmm so boss don't you think an household wife like our mother and sister or wife she goes to the market mm-hmm. do you think she will buy a 180 gram packet uh, for 500 rupees true. she will That's... never touch that hmm 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 I I don't know those people who say though yes I have burned so much money I have I have burned hundred crore rupees getting into domestic market but there is no scope no you are trying to go copy the you know marketing funders and the marketing laws and gimmicks that that the vendor will get fifty percent the distributor will get twenty percent oh if if you are trying to market it like a pharma product. Oh. a tank paisa crossing into 1 rupees mrp and then distribute into the value chain finally oh. the consumer not going to accept that oh. people will prefer to buy 100 rupees kilo fish which is 30% protein why okay. they will go for a 2 rupees kilo shrimp oh. so i think price and marketing uh, those who initially tried uh, absolutely gone very wrong and that has created a very very negative impact in the uh, consumer's perception you know this okay. very wrong Mm-hmm. so these are the four important point what i'll say is the biggest hurdle and and that has created a very negative impact for domestic consumption so since you did mention about fresh versus frozen uh i would come to jump to another point here that there seems to be a shift in consumer buying patterns post covid where mm-hmm. hygiene has started playing a very crucial role in the final buying or purchase decision uh, we are seeing this across uh, even yes, yes, chicken yes. and other meats we are seeing this so how do you think this will impact the frozen shrimp or seafood domestic market uh, going forward see uh, as very rightly you said people have become more conscious about health and especially when it comes to the nutritive value of what they are consuming people are becoming health aware people Um, um focusing on their uh, especially the 40 plus people are focusing about their health routine the body maintenance and uh, i i 100% agree with you that uh, definitely uh, we need to work hard uh, to create the impression whatever uh, the negative impact has been there in the market it is a generation impact and it will only time will take it but since we are into a digital platform digital world we are into a social platform i think i think e- even a small campaign uh, uh, highlighting the fresh versus frozen will definitely change it definitely will change your mindset but i am trying to still tell you when it comes to frozen mm-hmm. 
people would love to give you 20% more price for the freezing cost and the handling cost at the farm. I will tell yeah. you, Sujoyji, I've been traveling, I've been invited as a guest speaker to each and every country where shrimp farming is done in the world. Uh -huh. And I'm very, very proudly telling you that salute to our farmers, Indian shrimp farmers. See, our shrimp farming technique, technology, management of the farm is next to none, you know. I'm telling uh -huh. you, we are one of the best in the world. Uh -huh. But what happens, you know, when it comes to post-harvest handling, we right. have a huge country, we have a huge country, you know, mm. and the ponds are small, per capita pond holding to a farmer is less than 5 hectare. Mm -hmm. So post-harvest handling is a difficult uh, aspect and where, where really, really the farmer needs to focus on that. What is post-harvest, I mean to say, it means like when you are harvesting the shrimp, immediately it has to be chilled into 1 is to 2 ice ratio. Right. Because shrimp, shrimp, if you see the shrimp body, 70% of the body is water, mm -hmm. 18 to 22% is the protein and rest everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. it, has a, it has a very negligible fat, not even 1%. Mm -hmm. but, but since it has a water and protein together in the body, the it is termed to be as a highly highly perishable okay the moment you harvest the shrimp has to go through a very good cold chain network cold chain freezing okay. chilling then insulation it should go to the uh, processing unit mm -hmm. so that's where i'm saying a buy a farmer gets 350 rupees a kilo for 40 50 count Hmm. Then other expenses like harvesting and all that, I don't want to buy for it. Yes, say roughly 100 hmm. rupees. Hmm. So it will become 450. And then distribution margin altogether, it should be maximum. 350 should become 700 rupees a kilo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it should not become 2000 rupees a kilo. True. Yeah? Then, then only people will start buying the frozen one and they will know, know the difference then. Hmm. Suddenly you are telling them to buy a 2000 rupees kilo packet and frozen. He will then definitely prefer the so-called fresh, which is available on the open market the without rice. Hmm. And which are which is 100%, uh, you, you, I will tell you, hmm. if you collect the sample from the fish market, shrimps hmm. available in the fish market, then take, take a packet, frozen packet, and do the proximate analysis, do the bacterial hmm. analysis. Hmm. You will never ever touch the so-called fresh, uh, fresh shrimp from open the open market. Uh, Absolutely. market. Absolutely. Because Absolutely so. Hmm. Is, uh, it is subjected to a uh, severe bacterial degradation. Yes, sir. But, but to make these consumers touch that frozen, we need to make it affordable. Mm. And that's where, you know, I've been also trying uh, my own local product, Jinga to Jinga Lala. Mm -hmm. And I'm working very hard on and we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that part. We'll discuss that. that. We'll come to that. Later. We'll come to that. Yeah, we'll come. This is what my uh, understanding of bit upon fresh versus frozen as a common man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So, uh, Dr. Sharma, what role would you like the government or uh, bodies like MPDA to play in boosting both exports as well as domestic shrimp consumption? Can you tell us a little bit about what the government schemes or initiatives are available today? Last 30 years, uh, because of my good work in shrimp farming and my uh, contribution to Gujarat aquaculture from uh, my last three, three decades, I have I have 
been invited and given good positions as advisors. I was also 12th Planning Commission in Draft Committee, Planning Commission of India. Then I was also Draft Committee members uh, into various uh, forums. I was also invited members and advisors to many boards. So uh, uh, most, most, most of my experience suggests me very simple thing. And see, let me tell you, this industry is a $7 billion industry. Mm -hmm. Which is somewhere about fifty-eight to sixty thousand crore rupees, sir. Mm. Forget about its simple impact. I will consider swim farming and aquaculture industry is only for one line. It is food and profit follow. True. So in in sixty thousand crore industry, if you see fifteen percent also, boss, ten thousand crore rupees is going for employment. This in the wages and the salaries. It's it's a huge huge. Uh, opportunity for creating a mass employment in the rural and the coastal areas. That is one. That is, these figures will attract the government. Okay. Mm -hmm. When one hectare of wasteland, salt affected land, can provide direct, indirect employment to 10 people, this should be the blue eyed business for the government Absolutely. of India because 1.4 billion population, what government is struggling only is to give the employment. Mm. And when you can give an employment through a wasteland and also that employment create a food, what, what else you want? Right. What government wants? Government wants a food security and employment security. What else this business can give? That is my first thing. Hmm. Second thing, even saying that, let's study the two big revolution in India. Mm -hmm. One is called the green revolution and second is called the white revolution. Hmm. Especially I'm talking about Amul. Amul, yeah. yeah. One slogan, the taste of India, has changed the face of milk industry in our country. Mm. Second, I will uh, talk about NECC, National Egg Coordinating Committee. Sunday, Oya, Monday, Rose Khai, Ande has changed the entire concept of the fortune and future of the poultry industry. But honestly, government has done nothing for these two corporations. They are only given the policy benefits or the, some policy improvement or policy support for this cooperative sectors. So if something has to really change and bring a big change about the cooperation among is the farmers. If shrimp farmers come together, then only this is possible, then only government will start supporting it. I'm again telling you, we have to study the module of Amul. Amul started with bunch of good people, like-minded people. And slowly, slowly, that group has become one of the largest milk producing group in the world. If if you want to do that, the 150,000 hectares boss has to come together. Then only the feed millers will subjoin. Then only the hatchery will join. Then only the seafood exporters will join. The entire value chain, the four sections of this aquaculture, four wheels of this aquaculture vehicle, which is processing, which is feed, which is seed and farmer has to come together as one, then only this moment will come. Mm -hmm. Separate, nothing will happen. We cannot expect government anything on its own, that government will come and help this industry. For, for government, this is only a 1% industry, boss. Ooh. They have many yeah. things to do. When you see aquaculture, it hardly employs uh, one crore population, hmm. which is not even half percent of the India. Right, sir? Right, absolutely. 
Absolutely. But but if we come together as a family, then the blessings of the government will surely come. But the initiation has to be done. And I and since I'm a farmer, I'm on the last segment and the most important. Uh, I feel that farmers survive the whole industry survives with Mr. Sujoy. Mm-hmm. So farmers need to bail the cat. If mm-hmm. if even even if one rupee kilo is been raised as a national corpus fund for domestic market promotion, I think from from next one year the entire game will change. We need we need our own fund. You know. Yeah. Yeah. The government can support you in policies and framework, rest nothing. If you think that government will spend 100, 2000 crore rupees on you for promotion of industries, I think I think it will become a very social and political issue, mm. if, which is which is I don't think will be possible for any government to support any such sec- sec- sector uh, uh, with, with a biased mind. I think I think we have to our own support has to be created. Unless and until the industry will come as one, I don't think there is any chance that we will do that. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'm completely in agreement with what you're saying. But even after 9 lakh tons of production, the entire margin along the value chain is being eroded due to issues like increase in feed cost, high mortality, cost of finance, etc. What do you see as a solution to these problems of the industry? How does the industry get out of this recurring problem that it is now in? You asked me the question which is very, very close to my heart. So I will not now answer you as the solution for the country. I will tell you what Manoj Sharma has done, what you asked. What is the solution as a person? I'm a part and parcel of the industry. Right. Now I will tell you I'm doing shrimp farming from last 20, 22 years now. Okay. Right. As you said, cost has increased. As you said, transportation cost has increased. Labor cost has increased. Everything has increased post-COVID. Second thing, almost 30 to 32% rate has been depreciated globally. Mm-hmm. But one thing, Sujoji, I will tell you, farmers, those who will be listening to me, the industry people, those who will be listening to me, they, they should also understand that, you know, what is the need of the hour? Wherever Vanami has been introduced, that country has definitely shown a downtrend after five to six years. Whether it's a Thailand, whether it's a China, whether it's a Malaysia, whether it's Indonesia, whether it is India. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Those who have tried to produce more has started diminishing at some level. Mm-hmm. Now I am saying, what is this failure? Today when I am saying 9 lakh ton or 1 million ton shrimp has been produced in India, the biggest question is that are farmer happy, are farmer making money? Mm. 50% of the farmers are literally losing money, sir. Because there is a very thin margin between cost of production and cost of sale. So aquaculture or any livestock business is not feasible if you don't have a 40% margin on, on your investment. Correct. For example, Correct. if my cost of production is 300 rupees, if I don't make at least 100 rupees kilo, I cannot survive in this industry, sir. Hmm. I'm not I'm not doing a, a fast-moving consumer goods where 2-3% margin can be okay for me. I'm yes. not. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not selling cement. I'm not selling iron. I'm not selling uh, sand or pebble, mm. which is which is non-perishable. Boss, I'm dealing with the livestock. Mm. For example, I'll tell you what's happened. For example, I have a hundred-hectare farm. Mm. 
and 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 by the yardsticks of today's uh, calculation if mano sharma is also 40 50% failure means what means i uh, my streams are forced to harvest at below exportable size 10 right. to 15 okay sir okay okay if 10 to 15 gram if i am producing 500 ton means 150 ton of mano sharma's material is harvested at smaller sizes hmm which is impossible to export because export prices are only 100 count 200 rupees which is below my cost of production sir mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so mano sharma from last five years had did a small trick whatever is 100 to 150 ton which is i am not able to make any money for selling that i have started pushing it through my jingalala network at 450 rupees a kilo means i have found a way to safeguard my this failure failure harvest and and rest rest whatever i produce i produce at a very good size which is which is exportable so both the side i am making money right now coming back to the national if you are producing 1 million ton okay sir right 40% of that are early, early harvest means 40% of the farmers will not make money mm-hmm. if god blessing we have 1.4 billion population 76% of them are non vegetarian if they if they consume only 1 kilo per year then also 7.5 lakh ton can be safeguarded in our own market sir hmm. so whether farmer or fail or whether farmer are success farmer are success they will export farmers are fail they will be safeguarded by the consumer market in both the case the farmer will survive the farmer will start making money if the farmer will start making money the hatchery seeds will start selling the feed will start selling the exporter will also get the material the processing plant will also get the material so in this global market without domestic market there is no way that india can see any future about its shrimp farming development in future today or tomorrow i am not saying but i i will say that we have been over victimized of uh, promotion of export market we should have focused our domestic market also but all said and done our government of india especially mpeda they have done a phenomenal job today whatever we are number one because of their uh, um, extraordinary work in the global market that today india is number one producer and exporter in the world but now i think mpeda and entire government need also to focus on the domestic markets which is the india is the number one population in the world our population is our own strength sir right even if you start today and another one or two year if we do sizable market 3 4 lakh ton it will be the biggest blessing for the farmers for the success and sustainability in our country so i'll end today's session with a question on a project that's very close to you i know and which is your forward integration project of jingalala where you have a restaurant and are promoting the plate upon to plate culture tell us a little bit about this see lot of people they ask me why jingalala why restaurant dr sharma why not uh, directly into domestic market but i i'm very sorry to tell you uh, 10 years back when we started working in haryana rajasthan and punjab on the inland line boss sujay people even neha they have never seen shrimp hmm. if you show them the shrimp they a few farmers they laughed at me ki sir ye cockroach ko kon pakayega <laughs> you know under 
understood when when we talk about seafood shrimp uh, see you you are a mukherjee you are a bengali man mm. you even even you cannot eat your breakfast lunch and dinner without even the smell of the fish mm. but if you go to madhya pradesh if you go to rajasthan you go to punjab you do go and they are never ever seen shrimp mm -hmm. still still 90% of our indian population doesn't know how to cook the shrimp they will cook in the style of chicken mutton mm -hmm. and they will spoil the show True. so i i i took this as a challenge and i said let's go into a, a decent dine in restaurant where 100% dishes are made from farm raised shrimps so mm -hmm. i have i have designed 45 dishes and i started a very modest 60 people sitting in in gujarat surat mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. also people laughed at me are are you risking yourself gujarat is such a vegetarian specially surat and i said no everything uh, whatever today the name fame the popularity whatever i got it got from the Guj gujarat is my karma bhumi let me start this i know this is going to be a biggest concept of my life i started shrimp farming in 95 in surat exactly 25 years i started jingalala i knew what shrimp farming has impacted gujarat Gujarat has become the number one, number two state in India, and one of the top Muslim producer per capita, seven point five ton per hectare. So now, I have I, after twenty five years, I started Jingalala, and I'm 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 promising you, Sujur, Jingalala domestic market is the next game changer in our country. So Jingalala, I started in Surat. I I knew if it is become hit in Surat, then no no stopping for Manoj Sharma and Jingalala in the world. because when there is a 1% population of shrimp eater non veg eaters in surat if my restaurant becomes hit then there is nobody can stop me and unfortunately i started on 9 june 2020 20 march there was a lockdown all my good work my 1.5 crore rupees everything washed away but i didn't lose because i said this is an unprecedented situation i there is nothing in my hand god has given me this opportunity let's stick to it i hold on another 8 month after the second wave gone people started coming to my restaurant and today i'll very proudly telling you friday saturday sunday there is a waiting for one one hour after 6 month i have relocated the jingalala into double the space again friday saturday sunday there is one one hour queue uh, i have also with that i have started a medium large jumbo three packing uh, with a very very affordable rates of uh, 850 uh 1050 and 1250 medium large jumbo size shrimp which is 1 kilo with minimum glazed product and that is also really really moving so this is my simple idea see jingalala manoj sharma jingalala is not for me to become number one player in the world and make so money my concept is to only the shake the tree if manoj sharma within a 100 kilometer periphery can safeguard his own farming And 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 still sell two three hundred tons of local market. Boss, imagine there are sixty four coastal districts. There are seventy five seven fifty five district headquarters in India. If like there are every hundred two hundred kilometer one shrimp farmer become like Manoj Sharma, Jingalala. Imagine, imagine the kind of domestic market development will come, Mr. Sujod. So again, I am repeating my Jingalala concept is for my country farmers. is for my 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 own uh, farmers and brothers from each and every state of the country they should take up this jingalala idea and start in their own district some small four farmers can come together some farmers club can come together and start with their own brand and start selling their farm uh, uh, production into the low and last but not the least 
the swim farmers of the country should ask themselves has they ever dedicated their even single pond for the domestic they will find only the domestic market when there is a urgency and then middleman local people everybody will take advantage of that sure last 6 years for only for goa and kolaba mumbai market for december market i stock in the month of august september venami and 60 70 80 count at sale at 400 rupees brother i make 150 rupees a kilo and i sell to a tune of 200 ton 150 to 200 ton if mano sharma can do that why not my other district farmers can do the same thing and that's where we will win the in the domestic market only mano sharma's one brand if, if today i want to sell suraj Then also, I have to manipulate my price to two thousand or three thousand rupees kilo, distributing to the entire people. Then no, then the project will fail. My idea of Jinga Lala is within the periphery of hundred kilometer, and I urge and appeal to each and every farmer, those who will be listening to my this pod uh, podcast, that Jinga Lala is for them. Jinga Lala is not for me. Jinga Lala is for the country. This Jinga Lala is for my farmers, brother. And Jingalala is for the industry. It's not not Mano Sharma's concept. It's for everybody. Wonderful, sir. Wonderful, Doctor Sharma. And it's been lovely discussing this with you today. This stream farming and aquaculture in mm-hmm. this country will be the future game decider. See, India can become the world food bowl. Sujay ji, whatever industry has been developed here. it is with with is not even 10% of the resources we have exploited whatever we talk about 3.5 million hectares of lakes and reservoirs 2 lakh uh, running kilometers of uh, uh, rivers and canals and uh, 8100 kilometer of coastlines and 1.2 million hectares of brackish water boss not even 10% of that has been utilized and we are number 2 freshwater fish producer in the world and number 1 shrimp producer in the world imagine if 10% is been open to the entrepreneurs we can become the food bowl of the world aquaculture shrimp farming three major point which government should understand is it is creating food employment and profit from the wasteland and on the face of global warming see today's heat wave has at least made everybody clear the global warming is not a uh, Uh, concept anymore it's a, it's a real concept it's happening mm-hmm. the change is happening so on the face of the global warming when we say that water is going to be uh, the uh, negative impact of that glaciers will melt water table will increase unrupted rainfalls will come so boss when you have the art and science to grow food from water mm. what kind of a blessing it is what kind of a blessing it is and i am not saying fish and shrimp is only for a non vegetarian boss you can produce algae you can produce aquatic vegetation which are of equally course. powerful like methi palak any leafy vegetables so aquaculture is for everybody it is can be for the vegan it can be for vegetarian it can be for pesca vegetarian it can be for a non vegetarian for a country like india which is the world's populous country the food and employment is is going to be the biggest challenge for any government and i think the biggest answer is is lying in the untapped potential of blue economy in our country and i think sujoy ji this message should go to the our government this message should go to the government if anything can be done for this industry i am ready to serve my 30 years experience for this countryman 
I know, I know the poverty elevation, the malnutrition, everything. Today's context also, when we say 2023, our still 47% population is below poverty line, especially with PDS, protein deficiency syndrome. And, and aquaculture, especially fish, is the cheapest and the world's best protein is, can be made through aquaculture, produced through aquaculture. I think, I think government should really, really focus on blue economy really should be focused. This is my appeal, my urge, my humble request. Thank you, Dr. Sharma. Thank you for joining us on this episode today. Uh, I'm sure this has been a really enlightening session for our listeners. And thank you from the IPR radio community. Thank you to you, Sanjoji. And I think you have given me this wonderful, wonderful chance to communicate to my farmers, brothers and sisters in the country. And I'm, I'm sure uh, I'll be very happy to do series of such podcasts with you, which can make my uh, countrymen uh, success and success and sustainable in aquaculture. Thank you so much and God, God bless you. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to IPR Radio. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. Our podcasts are available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. We are also available at www.iprradio.in.